Are you familiar with Ted Lasso? Have you seen the show Ted Lasso? Oh, Ted Lasso. That's like, okay. You good. Cobra Kai? Like Ted Lasso's yeah. two. Cheerio! Welcome to episode number 51 of the Promo Upfront Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, the Sergeant of Sparklers, the Captain of Cherry Bombs, the Field Marshal of Fireworks himself, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. We are getting into summer and, and business, I tell you, is picking up. And that always makes me, you know, I always say if I'm bored, I'm poor. So um, I am excited that things are kicking around. And yeah, life's good, man. How are you? Look, I'm good. Don't want you to be bored. Don't want you to be poor. <laughs> and I know, you know, I know that you're a busy man. You've got yeah. a lot of things planned this summer. But, you know, one of the things when I think about our industry, Kirby, you know what I think about the most? What's that, Bill? Well, thank you for knowing to ask. It's really not about the products. I mean, we all know how much we love promotional products. It's not about the packaging. It's not even really about innovation. Kirby, I think while those are all super important, it's really about the relationships, isn't it? Mm, yeah, That's what our industry sure. actually boils down to. And I'm talking about the relationships with people who will be there through the inevitable ups and downs of business, think the last year or so. <laughs> yeah, That's why we're so excited to share a fantastic opportunity to both establish and maintain your relationships in the promotional products industry. Promo marketing's amazing power meetings. That's Woo-hoo! right. Thank you. That's right. They're the industry's preferred hosted buyer format event. Fabulous locations. Listen to this, Kirby. Just close your eyes and imagine yourself conducting business in Napa, California. Maybe that's not good enough for you, although it should be. How about San Diego? Also should be good enough for you. Park City, Utah, or Palm Springs, California. I mean, wow. They're open to premier suppliers and distributors for three and a half days of one-on-one meetings, networking, and what did we call it? What do we say, Kirby? Most importantly, relationship building. I know you've attended the power meetings. It's been hugely successful and instrumental to building your business. Yeah. I can't think of a better sponsor for our podcast. Yeah. I, I, the thing about it is, is you talked about it, building relationships. And, and the other thing about those meetings is it really allows you to do a deep dive with folks that you might not have like at a trade show. If you don't sell custom awards, you walk right by, but when you, when you have one of these meetings where you're, Hey, I'm here for 20 minutes, you got my attention. A great presentation can change your business. And it has with me. I mean, both with, um, signage in particular because we hadn't done that they uh, they opened my eyes to that opportunity and custom awards i walked back from that and just started telling my customers that i did those and all of a sudden we're writing 10 20 000 30 000 worth of orders and custom awards because of events like that yeah that's awesome i mean it's such a and one of the things that's really great about it, they have you in a separate confined place so you're not going to be distracted yeah. Yeah. you can really focus on the messaging space is limited kirby as it should be so go yeah. ahead and visit pm as in mary pmpowermeetings.com or you want the personal touch and why wouldn't you <laughs> go ahead and email our good pal mike bloom over at m bloom at napco n-a-p-o n-a-p-c-o dot com that's m bloom at napco.com for more information go ahead and when you do do us a favor, mention the promo Fred pod, yeah. Fred podcast. It's good for us. And 
heck, I could probably talk Bloom into, you know, buying you dinner or something. Yeah. Mike's, Mike's a great dude. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I will tell you guys, the, pro, the, the power meetings are awesome. He is the CRB over at uh, NAPCO, the chief relationship builder. So give Mike a call, shoot him an email and uh, go from there. All right. This is the Promo Upfront podcast. What we always like to do in this particular broadcast is start off with something that's really, really promotional products industry focus. And Kirby, I believe it's your week, your dime, your dance floor. Let's hear from you. Yeah, cool. I'm actually excited about this. This is sort of a last minute idea for a topic. Uh, literally within the last 20 minutes, I thought of this. So I... Um, I've been having this discussion, uh, actually Charity Gibson and a group of us were talking about it on a mastermind group recently about uh, promotional products done right and how that's sort of evolved. And so I want to tie this. So like the pandemic changed a lot of things, right? And I think one of the things is the quality and the type of promotional products that people were giving out because mm -hmm. they had to ship them, right? So mm -hmm. sending a, a 29 cent pen, but spending $15 to ship it doesn't make sense. And so people, it, it adjusted what they did. The other thing I think um, that it did is it changed some of the messaging. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, so for example, I got a package today from TechWeld. This isn't a, um, a sponsorship or anything like that. It was just, I got a package today. And so on a, the, one of the pieces, this is a piece you've seen before. One of the mm -hmm. sort of travel yeah. salad, salad piece, thing. Yeah. but it's got a eat, eat fresh message. There's mm -hmm. a cool, uh, lunchbox. Oh, very nice. Be positive. Yes. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. a logo there. But the message is 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 positivity, yeah. and there was there's a whole box full of stuff like that, and it reminded me of the T-shirt mm -hmm. that we do. Yep. Be kind, Be kind. Yeah. Yep. And and you know, logos back here on the back. Mm -hmm. So I I say all that to say, as I wear another shirt like that, is the basic one collar promotional product dead? Have we? evolved? Have we shifted to a place where doing just your basic thing that we've done for 100 years, 200 years, whatever it's been, doing just that basic one color logo, is it dead? Have we evolved past that? Absolutely not. Uh, I wish I could say absolutely, but no, absolutely not. Because first of all, sometimes there's people on a budget and, and that extra color, that extra run charge that does impact it. However, I do think the pandemic and the fact that you now for, for a year, you've had to give promotional merchandise in a way that's not physically handing it to someone that you physically have to think you're to mentally think about the packaging. You have to mentally think about the experience when it's open and you have to more importantly, and what your point is, you have to think about the messaging that now goes along with that promotional product. I think you're going to see more, more diverse, uses of alternate messaging that's not necessarily focused on the brand it's advertising. So it's a much more retail uh, advertising inspired view look. And, and I applaud that. I love that. Do I think the one color logo is dead uh, and the way we've always done promotional products is dead? No. Talk to me in a year or two when we're fully out of the pandemic, there's no worry about a dip. There's no worry about any of those things then let's have this discussion. But I do think that the pandemic did force people to really look at how they're doing promotional products, how they're, how they're giving them out, how they're sending them and how they're experienced. And I hope that's kind of accelerated, you know, the, 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 the uh, 
how do I want to put this? The messaging use of promotional products. Yeah. That's not clubbing someone over the head with, Hey, here's my company name. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so here's a funny thing. I, I a hundred percent agree. Um, I actually, and it, I knew I slanted the topic on yeah. purpose, but I, I, so I obviously believe in paying to put a message out there and associating my brand with said message, right? That's, I I'm about too. that. Yeah. Right. right exactly. There. But there are times that you are handing somebody something and mm -hmm. the, the purpose of the piece is still branding. It is branding Correct. 101. So I actually am 100% with you. I think it, it is not going to um, get rid of those opportunities. Um, I think that there are times where they make, they're perfect. They're, they're perfect sense for that. Right. I do love the idea that we've started to elevate the way we look at it and be at yep. least thoughtful and intentional about it because there are times where I'm like, no, I just want to put my logo on it or this, or right. I'm, I'm trying to drive traffic. And then there are times where I'm like, no, I actually want to do a campaign. And, and I think that those two things are different. And I think that's good that we're starting to look at it that way. Yeah. I think we're looking at an extension of how people view branded apparel, at least how I view it. Yeah. If I'm at a trade show, I want my logo front center. I want mm. people to see it. I want people to, I want it to be shown. I want it to be, I don't want it to be obnoxious ever, but I want it to be visible. Yeah. If I'm walking around town and wearing branded merchandise, I'm going tone on tone or some sort of laser imprint or something yeah. a lot more subtle. And so if we would apply that type of thinking to all the promotional products, we might really start making uh, some headway into having people really cling on to their promotional products a little more publicly. Yeah, I, I heard somebody say this, and this is, I'm, I, I would give them credit. I just can't remember who said it to me, but they said that when somebody shows up at your door and they're wearing, wearing a logoed polo shirt and it's here, you know, it's got the left chest, the standard left chest imprint of the logo of the company. You're like, okay, that person works for the company. Right. Right. But when you hand that same polo, even if it's a really nice polo mm -hmm. to a uh, customer, they're like, I don't work there. So, but if you yep. can do it on the sleeve or the back or whatever, they might, I think it just, it just changes the perception from, for everybody. And I think that the, I think that the pandemic forced us to do that in a way that maybe we weren't as thoughtful about in the past. And I, and I guess that excites me. I don't know if it's changed. I think it's accelerated it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like forced it. people. Good topic. All right, Kirby. Now you're a great topic. You're a patriotic guy, right? Uh, fairly. Yes. I think so. So I'm drinking out of my Patriot yes. uh, 20 ounce uh, 20 ounce mug from uh, uh, from our Hirsch. good pals over at Hirsch Gift. Yep. yep. Our love this thing. And it got me thinking. So I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's an annual ranking. It's done, been, been done for 19 years um, from Brand Loyalty Consultants Brand Keys and what uh, Brand Keys and what it is. It identifies the most patriotic brands in the United States. Okay. And I thought it was very, That's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. And so basically the criteria is. It's those brands that consumers believe best embody the value of patriotism. So it's a very open-ended. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Now, I looked at this, and there's about 50 companies on here, and, and they fall into three categories, Kirby. Okay. The obvious ones. Okay. The debatable ones, and the are you freaking kidding me ones. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to right. share these with you. So okay. some of the obvious ones, Jeep. Number one has been number one for 19 years, oh, okay. all 19 years. Okay. Disney. Okay. Ford, Coca-Cola, Chevrolet, Hershey's, 
Jack Daniels, Kellogg's, McDonald's, Harley Davidson. When I think of all those companies, I think they're all very uniquely American. Okay. I don't know, and that's where my brain went as I'm looking as I look at the list. I don't know how to evaluate patriotism. Yeah, sure. But to me, it was these are uniquely American products. Yeah, and, and real quick, so they do. This is a survey. It's a survey. So, so, so in not, other words, the people who are hearing this are, have the same perception. They're like, I don't know how correct. to value it, but this is- Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Now, here's ones that I thought were debatable. Okay. And I'd like your take. This is where I just want some opinions and we can banter back and forth a little bit. Walmart. Now, to me, they're one of the least patriotic companies, not, be, not because they're bad humans, but what it's done to small town America in mm. terms of decimating mom and pop businesses. Yeah, it can undercut I totally, everybody. I totally understand that perspective. On the other side, you could also make it, it's, you know, Sam Walton is certainly part of the American dream. He has made no it more question. affordable for small families to be able to afford certain things. So uh, debatable, but I, I it, can see the side of it. I see the side of it. It's just debatable. Twitter. I don't view Twitter as patriotic or unpatriotic. I just view it as an is. Are you just saying that because they not, are, are people voting that way because they banned Trump? I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that one. Starbucks, I think is debatable. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, and again, not, I'm not anti-Starbucks, but I don't I, think of them as look, specifically patriotic I'm or not, not. I'm not anti any of these companies. Yeah, yeah. It's just it the survey. Here's, here's what here's what I would say about yeah. Starbucks really quick is they are sure. so ubiquitous that you mm -hmm. like I like remember. I've actually taken to doing this. Our buddy, Sam Cabert, when I, I've talked to him a million times about how small Coshocton is. Right. It's not that small, but it, you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but one day I said to him, yeah, I said to him, we don't have a Starbucks. And he was like, right. what? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, he and so that was out. the part. Yeah. He was literally, and I've taken to doing that. When I talk to people from New York city, oh, whatever, I've heard you say it. When you say, I don't have a Starbucks. They're like, ah, oh. like mm. it is so everywhere. I could see why people would think it that yeah. way. All right. Other indebatable as well. Apple. I don't see that as a patriotic company just because things are designed in Cupertino, California. Doesn't mean they're produced there, folks. I'm with you. Uh, and then Netflix. Again, I don't view that as patriotic or unpatriotic. It just is. I don't see that, again, yeah. using my definition yeah. of what this means, they're not uniquely American. Right. That's fair. I, I love the Netflix story. I really like yeah, it. Me just, too. I've, I've read the books about their founders and all yep. that stuff, but yeah, I'm with you on that. Again, okay. I'm not not against it being on the list, but it doesn't. No. Yeah, not obvious. All right. All right. So I've got two in no way are these patriotic at all. <laughs> okay. Zoom. Okay. It's not even an American company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I, I guess you say it helped American business during the pandemic. It helped everybody's <laughs> business. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. It, it doesn't, it falls very flat when you just say it, you're like, yeah. I mean, okay. And then, and here's another one. No way. Old Navy. Okay. Well, you know, hold on. They, now, have red, they have the red, I, white, and blue thing. That's I, I'm I know. sure that's why people and say it. You can buy, I think you're hundred percent right. You can buy a bunch of American flag themed things that are made in China <laughs> yeah. at Old Navy. But it is not it does not strike me as patriotic yeah. in, in that way. But. And, and again, it's got navy, I suppose. In the I I, by the way, you and I agree on this. But I'm like, yeah. I at least can get it. Like Zoom is the one where I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it it sends me so, so the one that, that surprises me that's not on that list. It, maybe he, you didn't name fifty. So maybe, I didn't name them all. Yeah, Budweiser. 
Budweiser was on the list. Okay. Yes. Right. That, that was, that's good. Cause the moment you said it, I'm like, it's on their can. Like, I mean, it, clearly it doesn't belong there. Cause it's owned by AB InBev now, which is a cunt. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. it belongs there. That's a uniquely American product. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I like that. That was a fun one. I, I enjoyed that. All right, Kirby. Got All another right. topic for us. Okay. So I, topic I'm numero Trends. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in the industry really quick. I want to. So yeah. I uh, went to uh, again. You and I didn't talk about it, so I don't know if you did it. But CommonSkew had another uh, event, a virtual event mm-hmm. this week. Um, it was like a product summit based around sustainability. Um, mm-hmm. And so I attended the event. Um, I want to give kudos, man. Uh, talk about leading the way in a in a, a totally different way to look at sort of products. Um, right. In, in the interest of transparency, I don't like though it ended with supplier presentations, there really wasn't a lot of conversation around product. Like if you went there thinking, oh, I'm going to get the newest, hottest products, then you probably Mm -hmm. left a little disappointed. If you went there trying to listen to the brightest minds who are doing sustainability the best, I think you got what you were looking for, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I just wanted to sort of I thought that was, it was really interesting because I think people like Denise that, that you and I talk about all the time, Tashiro from Fairware, and there were many other amazing presenters, but their willingness to sit up there and kind of go, here's how we do it. And we're willing to share that because obviously they're good humans, but it's better for the environment. It's better for the industry. It's better for business world. I just think that's really cool. And, and we're seeing more and more of that. And I think that's awesome. So I, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that, but I did want to at least give them a shout out. Yeah. I So it's one of the weird yin and yangs of this industry is I've preached long and hard, or it's been my kind of go-to joke that uh, this industry, industry is founded on complete paranoia and mild alcoholism. And the paranoia <laughs> is really the one I'm, I'm pointing at yeah. because so many distributors don't want to help other distributors and so on and so forth. Now, slowly that's changing, I think, but that's been the, the history of this right. industry. And then when you have someone like a Kathy Chang or yeah, Denise from, from Redwood Classics or Denise Tashiro from Fairware, who are just brilliant people, it doesn't matter that they're male or female, they're brilliant humans that are willing to share their expertise and why we, not only how we do it, but why we do it, I think is fabulous. I love that. They're so passionate about it. And and, and if I may be so bold, it's 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 such a big topic. That was the big challenge is I think you've got people there thinking 10,000 feet and like people like me, who I am interested in learning more about sustainability, but you got to dumb it down for me. You got to like, and I think they had a good mix like, how, how do I, what questions do I ask? You know, yeah. what, what are, uh, and I think even to the point where they could have gone down to say, look, these are products that are, like, here's top 100 sustainable products, go. Right. Because um, I think, I'm not saying that that's the right way to do it, but I think that's a good way to introduce people because no they're question. like, oh, okay, that's some low-hanging fruit that I can do the right thing and still do my thing. Does yeah. that make sense? It does. And, you know, I did not attend. It's one of those yeah. things that, that oh, yeah. I, I don't sell product. Yeah, I don't sell product. So for me to be there would have been weird. Not weird. That's not the right word. It just, I'm not sure what I would have gotten out of it. I'm sure I would have learned a bunch. I'm not yeah. sure what I could apply to selling services. Yeah. 
That being said, when I saw it being promoted, I thought again, the first thought was leave it to Common Skew to lead the way. Yeah. And then when I saw the speakers, I said, leave it to Kathy Chang, leave it to Denise <laughs> Tashro to lead the way. And what's refreshing about it again for me is just that willingness to give, that willingness to impart information, that willingness to care enough that everybody who was able to listen, I'll hopefully catch some of it, you know, on down the road, I'm sure it was recorded. I really do want to see it because I think it's very, very interesting stuff. There was a comment in there, and I think the, the speaker's name at the moment, Denise was interviewing a couple people, and I think his name's mm-hmm. John Borg. And he said that so many times our industry is wired for waste. Oh, and it was no just question. like, it was a moment that everybody, it was like, you know, the chats on the side, that started getting echoed. And I was like, yeah, there's so many times where you, you put, you, you've got this great product, you put it in a poly bag, then you put it in a box, then you put it in the sprinkles and it's like, good Lord. <laughs> like, yeah. so. But, I, okay. But devil's advocate, part of that is the experience you want when people open up a box and you can't give it to them. So there's except, a happy medium there. Yeah. You can except do it with that the sustainable. People that, yeah. The people that they're selling to that's the exact opposite of the experience that no, they're no trying question. to get. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. My point was, I think you can do a lot of those things, whether it's confetti or whatever, using sustainable materials. And I think it's taking the time to find those things. Yeah. So. It was, it was, it was a super interesting. Uh, I bet it was. I, yeah. I wish I was, I wish I would have gone. Now I feel bad. All right, Kirby. <laughs> you, you, are, are you familiar with, uh, we, we mentioned Netflix earlier. Are yeah. you familiar with Ted Lasso? Have you seen the show Ted Lasso? Oh, Ted Lasso. That's like, okay. You good. Cobra Kai? Like, Ted Lasso's yeah. too. Like that's yeah, Ted, I, it's awesome. Ted Lasso, it's gonna be our cover this week because uh-huh. I love I love me some Ted Lasso. Season two's so, coming out. <laughs> season two's coming out July 23rd. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Ted Lasso, let me just set the proverbial dialogue yes. table here, if I might. It's a story about an earnest American football coach who journeys across the pond, as it were, to coach the other football. It's the AFC Richmond Greyhounds of the English Premier League, their fictional team. It's sweet, it's funny, and it's nice. It's one of the few characters on TV that is just terminally nice, which I know absolutely floats your joy balloon yeah, like nobody's does, business totally. so it's, but yet on it's Apple- got an edge it's yes. got you know they, it's got a little language it's, it's got it's, it's got everything yes yeah, it's, it's, it's such a great show so it's on apple tv plus i don't know if you know this Kirby. warner brothers just launched a store chock full of ted lasso merch just oh. in time for season two dude i'm getting so <laughs> the merch was I, I i may when i was doing some research i may or may not have ordered some but let me <laughs> let me run some of this down so the merch is presented as if the team were real which is brilliant they got sweatshirts and pint glasses and coffee mugs and things like that. And well, one of the things they have is an actual, um, it's uh, the jersey uh, that's customizable. Now, a, a real EPL, English Premier League jersey, whether it's Liverpool or it's Arsenal or whomever it is, that's going to run you like 120 bucks. These are 60 bucks. So very affordable and fully customizable, by the way. It's cool, but man. <laughs> the best stuff, they have the wisdom of Ted Lasso on some of the products. Oh, see, that's, see, again, so, back to... Yep. There's a coffee <laughs> mug with that says smells like potential. Uh, there's, there's a hoodie that says, you know, biscuits with the boss. The, and my favorite might be the t-shirt that just says be a goldfish. And, and, and if you don't haven't watched the show, he gives advice. Someone who's made some mistakes and says, you know why goldfish so happy memory of 10 seconds. And you got to just let that stuff go. Be a goldfish. Because <laughs> they have short memories, so good. Was that a good Ted Lasso impression? Oh, that was oh, yeah, that was pretty good. And it, what I love, by the way, I, so the merch yeah. thing is great. But the idea, yeah. for those who don't know, was that was all built from an SNL skit. 
Like yep. that was like, literally, it was an SNL skit where the joke was that they brought yep. over a football coach to, and he didn't know anything about it. Yep. And they actually built a whole show. And I was like, I want to watch it just because that's funny. And I love Sudeikis and, and Jason Sudeikis. Yep. But the idea that it was actually really good, like the yeah. show was good. I was like, mind blown. And Jason Sudeikis is the only actor I think who could pull that off. He's got such gravitas yeah. in this character. But anyway, so I was thinking about our conversation last week. Okay, we are sorry. really seeing a trend. No, 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 no. We are seeing a trend. We are totally seeing a trend where the streaming services, where networks, where movie companies are really getting behind merchandise now. Yeah. And not just toys. That's yeah. been it for years, toys. Now we're getting things. And it got me thinking, I wonder if there were shows I wish they would have gotten behind the merch train a little bit. And I'm going to okay. name a few. Okay. If you want to name some, you can. I, I'm not going to yep. force you. I was thinking about Ozark. Ozark okay. such a great show. I think they'd be, hey, there's some cool shirts in Ozark I'd love to have. Curb Your Enthusiasm. There are so many quotable lines mm -hmm. from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, I, I love, you know, authorized, authentic HBO merchandise. You know, it says, you know, the promo up front podcast. Let me try that again. The promo up front podcast is pretty, 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 pretty good. Love that. Love um, Friday Night Lights. That was a phenomenon TV show mm. for a little while. And again, with the football tie in, I think they could have done some things with that. Uh, Breaking Bad. They did a little bit, but not nearly enough. I think they yeah. could have done some, killed it in the merch game. Um, and then I want to go back in time. I want some really cool Caddyshack vacation or yeah. Spinal Tap merch. Okay. That's yeah. I like I want, that. Kirby. Okay. Well, I mean, I did think, I miss any that, that made you think of any? So I had, I had two that popped into my head. Uh, yeah. while, you know, I think it's funny. They're going to do a bunch of merch with friends reunion. Friends yeah. would be, that was one of my favorite shows. So I like that. Mm -hmm. But actually the one that popped in my head is Cheers. Yep. Like, but you I know, thought, I thought about, about that one. Think about all the merch and, and, and the sayings from Coach and Cliff, and put those on T-shirts. Like the the concept of the the slowest buffalo and drinking yeah. beer makes you smarter. Like, there you could have some fun with that. I also thought about Fargo. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> oh, I'm cooperating. I'm cooperating. <laughs> Like hey, it. Kirby, speaking of cooperating, I'd like you to cooperate on a little game with me All right. uh, for the party in the back. So we talked about patriotism, patriotism earlier, and there's a few things more patriotic than the 20-ounce uh, tumbler from our pals over at Hirsch Gift, where they donate 20% of the proceeds back to uh, veterans' causes, which I love. But, you know, when I think of July 4th and Independence Day, I don't know about you, Kirby, I think of fireworks. Do you like the fireworks, Kirby? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll see I don't know how if you know, I do. <laughs> have you ever have you ever gone to a fireworks store? I don't know if fireworks are legal in Coshocton County or not. In Ohio, yes, they are. So you can okay. go to a fireworks store. So if I, it's probably been years since you've been to a fireworks store. I generally like other people to handle those things. My, I'm not a big pyromaniac mm -hmm, uh, these same. days. But brings me a little bit of anxiety. Really, <laughs> there are I some find, really. I find the people who go there smoke. And I'm always just like, why do make you a little tense? <laughs> make you a little tense? Yeah. So, well, there are some really funny names and very creative names for the actual fireworks you can purchase. Okay. So, so I'm just this is there are no wrong answers here. This is okay. just either or. Okay. okay either there or. are no wrong answers. All right. We're just gonna play a quick rapid fire. You can explain why you like one particular set of fireworks over another and, and generally these are boxes of like an assortment of fireworks these are just how they're named okay i'll do my best all right kirby baby moop baby boomers or doggy doo-doo <laughs> i'm gonna go baby boomers baby boomers that's i mean a it's it's that's one of those double entendres that i think is fun yeah okay 
Uh, oh, we'll get to the double entendre. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Feel the blast or bigger is better? I'll go consistent with bigger is better. Okay, gold digger or psycho ex-girlfriend? <laughs> um i'm going gold digger i think that's just that just sounds like something after you are having an experience with a gold digger you want to blow some stuff up okay anxiety attack or big fat hissy fit these are fun uh going with big fat hissy fit for sure okay shotgun wedding or grounds for divorce (laughs) (laughs) i'm definitely going with shotgun wedding for sure okay that's your problem or neighbor hater you have, I will say, you have put these together super well. Right? Like, Thank you. Because yes is the answer on that one. <laughs> okay, that is actually the right answer. Good job. <laughs> Saddam Adam bomb, or complete with an entire Winnie the Pooh packaging where an angry Winnie the Pooh is holding explosives. Bitch, better have my honey. Oh man, I do love me some Winnie the Pooh. Uh, nah, I'm going with Saddam Adam Bomb. That's that's clever. Okay, um, American in- to answer your, you know, a weird alignment with Iraq now. American <laughs> intensity or Uncle Sam's answer? And that's that's those are perfect together. I'm gonna go American intensity. That feels like a July Fourth. Nuclear sunrise or vengeful Texan? <laughs> a nuclear sunrise. Bite your tushy or golden shower fountain? <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I think when I think of you, I think of the golden shower fountain. So I'll go with that. Now that we're all tense. All right, Kirby. <laughs> Cock and fire or forced entry? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with both of those. <laughs> No, the packaging got cock and fire. is just a big angry rooster. Cock and fire or forced entry? <sighs> cock and fire. Big blue balls or pyro Viagra? <laughs> big blue balls it is. All right, last one, Kirby. You're doing great. <laughs> boom Wiser or Boom Light, both in packaging that looks just like 12 packs of like the it. beverages inspired by them. If you are going with fireworks, you don't want light. You want to go Boom Wiser. Boom Wiser. And yeah. if you're going for relationships, you don't want to go light either. That's yeah, why right. you seek to attend the Promo Marketing Amazing Power Meetings. That's right. It's the industry's preferred hosted buyer event format. They have four fabulous locations this year. Napa, California, Palm Springs, California, Park City, Utah, San Diego, California, where you can stay classy. It's open to premier suppliers and distributors for three and a half days of one-on-one meetings, networking, networking, and what we talked about, so important in our industry and every industry, building those relationships that are going to help you through the good times and the bad. So space is limited. We've talked about that. They're really game changers for your business. Uh, so head over to pmpowermeetings.com or email our good pal, Mike Bloom at, Bloom at mbloom at napco.com. He'll be able to help you out, mention the Promote Front podcast, and he'll give you a tootsie roll. Yeah. Um, hey, can I give a pro tip? On, you can. If you, if you go to the Power Meetings, for someone who actually made it this far in the podcast. So my pro tip for that, and I've, I've done a, several of these, um, is, you know, for a distributor, it's a, it's a great value. Um, but... My wife and I, after a couple of them, 
spent our own money to stay an extra day wherever it was. We sat by the pool and went through all of our notes of the three days worth of meetings. And we got so much more out of the entire experience because otherwise you just rush back into the whirlwind of your business and you lose a lot of that momentum. Spend that extra time, a couple extra bucks, and you'll be glad you did. That is a great pro tip, Kirby. I don't think there's any better way to end the podcast, except, you know, again, make fun of you for picking Saddam Adam Bomb <laughs> over bitch better have my honey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>